Hi, everybody. Welcome to my third podcast, and today I will be talking about the roots of rap and hip-hop, as well as the modern-day ways we see it and use it. Enjoy. Thousands of years ago, there were people called griots, which were people in Africa who would keep the oral narratives of tradition and history in a certain culture. This has now been widely seen as the roots of modern-day rap because they would tell these stories in a musical way, but instead with handmade instruments. When the people from Africa were first enslaved, this tradition would continue into these times. Recollections of enslaved people singing or shouting one part of a song and the rest of the people finishing the next part were very common. This tradition of passing down traditions and experiences orally proved to be the roots of rap today. The Dozens was a unique game that was played by black communities in the U.S. for many years, but was only recognized in the 1900s. The point of this was to insult the opponent's status, family, and traits in front of an audience. You would want to make the other person give up. Many reasons as to why the Dozens were played were from white perspectives and could not fully understand the reason for playing. Even though there are disputed reasons as to why it started this tradition can be credited back to griots and music during times of slavery. This idea of toxic masculinity played a role in the dozens back then, and it still does a lot now in modern rap. This led to the more modernized idea of rap battles. Rap battles are thought to have originated in New York City. People would host rap battles, and the winner would get a prize. One of the first rap battles to get a large public recognition was between Bussy B. Starsky and Cool Mo D. These two had a rap battle that people talked about for years and is still looked back upon and credited for their modern-day influence in rap. It was the first rap battle ever recorded and set the foundation for modern-day rap and hip-hop. A study was conducted in 2017 by The Pudding that analyzed the usage of words in hip-hop and rap. They took thousands of songs and saw usage of one word per 10,000 words. Words like chopper, stunting, and flexing were most frequent and commonly used words in hip-hop, whereas sailed, emptiness, and sigh were the least commonly used words. This difference is interesting and can even communicate and reflect on real-world experiences of artists using these words. It also shows that the margins at which least commonly used words are are far less than the margins for the more commonly used words, meaning you are more likely to find most words in rap than in other genres. Another study was conducted by Music's Match, and they took eight genres of music, which include hip-hop, heavy metal, folk, rock, country, indie rock, pop, and electronic. Of these eight genres, rap was shown to have the highest words per song. In rap, it averaged 478 words per song, which was far greater than the second place, which was pop at 312 words per song. This can accentuate the idea of why words overall are more common in rap, because there are just more words per song. Another interesting fact is that hip-hop had the largest vocabulary size at 1,963, which is their way for scoring. This beat other music genres by at least 400 score. This could also be because rap contains a lot more slang than other genres, but it also shows that overall, rap seems more creative and versatile than other genres just by looking at the numbers. On a different note, slang is a big part of rap culture as well, and in America in general. Whether it is just shortening words or actually having different words with the same meaning, it spans out to rap and hip-hop.
Many terms and words heard in rap cannot be found in dictionaries. Many of these words were originated and created by MCs. MCs is master of ceremonies, and they often hosted events in the hip-hop and rap community. They rhyme or scratch over a beat made by the DJ. This slang was created around many different MCs, and is much of the slang still commonly used in rap and hip-hop today. Over time, so many things had new slang for them, which created a whole new world to rap. This enhanced much of the rap we hear today, as well as making some rap flow better because it could rhyme with slang when the real word could not rhyme. Rhyming is also one of the most important aspects of a great hip-hop or rap song. They give the track a uniqueness that is not in many other genres. A word that is commonly used to describe rappers is by their flow. Flow is how well they use rhyme schemes and emphasis on certain words. If a rapper has good flow, they usually have good songs, and their talent for rhyming is also very good. This flow usually follows a steady beat throughout the track, and if it deviates off beat, it usually sounds exotic or not as good. Usually rappers try to emphasize their rhyme at the end of a beat. One of the first rappers to use a rhyme scheme was an MC named Coke Lorock. He performed a line that went like, There's not a man that can't be thrown, not a horse that can't be ridden, a bull that can't be stopped, there's not a disco that I, Coke Lorock, can't rock. Using this rhyme scheme added an aspect of fun and flow. Seeing this, the word road used in this construct is not even in the correct tense, but by using slang or another tense of the word, it makes the lines connect to one another and rhyme, creating good flow. There are three types of rhyme, end rhyme, off-centered rhyme, and internal rhyme. End rhyme, as I said before, is more commonly used today and seen more often. It is where the rhyme is at the end of the beat. Off-centered rhyming is when a rhyme is in the middle of a beat that follows a rhyme that was at the end of a beat. Or it could just be in the middle of a beat. Finally, internal rhyme is when you can have two rhymes in one beat, one being in the middle and one is at the end. These three forms of rhyme are all interesting because you can follow up any rhyme scheme with another type of rhyme scheme. This combined with all the different words and slang that you can rhyme with opens up a world of possibilities. Overall, being able to rhyme is possibly one of the best skills to have when rapping. Switching gears, hip-hop has been seen as a way to fight against injustice and oppression throughout history. In hip-hop and rap, people talk about their experiences with injustice and racism and how that has affected them today. People used hip-hop as a way to speak out against these things and spread awareness. Lately, though, many people are saying that the true essence of hip-hop has been lost. That many rappers and hip-hop artists today are not telling and sharing the same story that was so prominent many years ago. As hip-hop and rap become more mainstream, the message and words start to get misconstrued by the public and less emphasized by the artists. People trying to promote their own brands use ignorant means to do so. One female artist named Nicki Minaj used a photo of Malcolm X on her song cover to get people to listen to the song. This type of marketing is not what many of the original hip-hop artists hoped this genre to become. The actual song Minaj was promoting did not have anything to do with African American rights or systemic oppression. Over time, the message of hip-hop has become increasingly distant from the core of hip-hop, 
Although famous rappers and hip-hop artists get top chart billboard songs, they sacrifice the fame for the message, which is possibly one of the biggest faults for the music industry. The music industry is even now dominated by mostly white Americans, which limits the perspective and type of music that is heard by people daily. When hip-hop starts to conform to these white American songs, it loses its most important message. Although hip-hop is going more towards this direction every year, artists still talk about their experiences and hardships. One song in particular is The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. This song was made to support and speak about the Black Lives Matter movement and emphasize the injustice that is still going on in today's society. With the many white American songs, there also comes an aspect of cultural appropriation. White artists have been criticized for making their music very similar or a derivative of rap or hip hop. While they have benefited off the genre, they give no credit where credit is due. The general message and trend of hip hop is slowly becoming lost and it is up to artists today to remember those roots and embody them in their music. But overall, hip hop and rap have had deep roots and have been a way to fight against inequality. Now that wraps up my third podcast. Thank you all for listening and I hope you all have a good day. Thank you.